You know, the last time my family, that's brothers, sisters, partners and children, all got together for Christmas, it was 1974. It was the same time as Cyclone Tracy, but much more destructive. Siblings squabbled, in-laws imploded, and factions were formed that would last a lifetime. Which taught me one very interesting lesson about fucked up families. Even before social distancing was a thing, it was important to keep everyone away from each other. So when Amber reached out to me with her story about how her family would get together every weekend, I knew it wasn't going to end well. Welcome to My Fucked Up Family. So, Amber, welcome to My Fucked Up Family. Thank you. So great of you to reach out to us with a story that really kind of demonstrates how fucked up families can be. Yeah, exactly. And I guess just for for everyone's enlightenment, tell us a little bit about your first boyfriend. Okay, so I this was probably we started dating in 2000. We met in high school. We had been going to the same school for a while and had just never really crossed paths. And then we got set next to each other at an assembly, and that was just it. You know, to um, young teenagers, you know, you meet once when you think you're in love and going to get married. (laughs) And so what was this young man's name? Oh, Randy. His name was Randy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Randy was from a really poor family. Um, It was single mom. Not that my family was wealthy at all, but my parents definitely went out of their way to try to include him in things that they knew that he didn't get to do. Normally, they would always invite him on our family vacation. Um, Anytime we went out to eat, anytime we did family events together, he was always included. Yeah, okay. So how many years did you and Randy go out for? For three years. Right. Our last three years of high school. And he was obviously your first love. Yes, absolutely. First love. I mean, we were. if you had asked me back then, I would have said... I was definitely going to marry him. What was what was it about Randy that you actually liked? Other than the fact that you just got sat next to each other at assembly, there must have been some characteristic about him that you really found appealing. Um, I was always very insecure. I'm I'm a ginger, and as you know, <laughs> I'm sure most people know, pe- gingers do not do well in school. We get bullied and picked on a lot. <laughs> Um, and so I had never had a boyfriend before. I was all, you know, I never thought that any boy would want to date me. And I think just honestly now, you know, with hindsight, looking back at it, I think just him being interested in giving me that attention and making me feel pretty. And, you know, that was, that was all it took. That's probably all it took. I mean, I wish I could sit here and say, like, he was funny or he did, but no, not really. I think it was just, he definitely spoiled me. Yeah, I just never, you know, I never had that. I never had a boy show me that kind of attention. Give us more of an insight into what sort of things uh, Randy was included and how he was included in your family life. Uh, Well, every Sunday, it was always a tradition in our family. I'm from the South, so church is a big part of that culture. So we, you know, everybody went to church every Sunday. Uh, Then we would all go back to my grandmother's house, the whole family, and we would have um, just a huge meal and we would just spend the whole day together. So he always was there. At that time, uh, my uncle and his wife lived right next door to my grandparents. Right. And so after we were done eating, 
everybody would kind of just be going back and forth between the two houses. And did you did yeah. you did you all get along? As far as I was aware, yeah. <laughs> as a child, <laughs> I mean, yeah. As far as I was concerned, yeah, everybody got along. It was a pretty normal. I thought we had a pretty normal family, and so many of us do think we've got normal families, you know. Until later on, and you go, "Oh, hang on." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so there's there's you and your you've got two siblings, is it? I have two brothers. Yeah. yeah, and then your parents, obviously, your grandparents, and who are the other who are the other family members who would be at that? Uh, I, I do have an aunt. Yeah. Uh, that was there, and then my uncle Tim and his wife Julie and their girls. Um, and then, you know, we might just have other cousins pop in and out, yeah. you know, but as far as every week, it was it was that pretty crowd. much just that court. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So just tell me a little bit about uh, your uncle Tim and his wife, Julie, then. What was their story? I think I was maybe about 12 when they met. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, I was the only girl in the family at that point. Um, but I just remember they were just a lot younger than my parents. And she was, Julie was very pretty and very thin and um, just, I just thought she was so cool. And they started dating. They did not date for too long. And then they just kind of eloped at the courthouse, got married very quickly. Nobody was even at their wedding. And then they had their two girls. They lived next door to my grandparents. Was there any reason they got married in a hurry? Was it a shotgun wedding? That's a very good question. I don't... It wasn't a shotgun wedding because their first daughter wasn't... You know, it wasn't like she was born right after that. Um, I don't know. I guess she was not very close to any of her family. Um, so I don't, I, I don't know. I, I guess they just... They had their own reasons. I That was never really made clear. It was just they just went off and got married. Right. So Julie marries your uncle and comes into your life and you think she's young, she's beautiful, she's got everything going for her. You, you're just a poor little ranger. You're looking up to her, I guess, and do you become close? Yeah. I saw her every week. Um, you know, I remember when she started having uh, my cousins, you know, I was always just wanted to know everything about the pregnancy and I wanted to be at the hospital when the babies were born and she was kind of like a big sister to me. So Julie and Tim have two daughters. Tell us then what happened. Um, they split up. They separated. Uh, we didn't really know why. Um, Julie was still living in their house next door to my grandparents. And so we were still seeing her and the girls every week. Uh, we weren't, you know, it didn't really change anything much. My uncle what kind of seemed, even though my uncle was my mom's brother, he kind of seemed to be the one that kind of took a step back from the family. Yeah. Okay, so did Tim move out? Yeah, he moved out um, and was just staying with a friend for a while. And, um, and then the next thing we knew, she announced that they were back together and that they were expecting a child. That was a big surprise for everyone, I suspect. At that that was a big surprise, yes. That was a big shock. So they got back together and... They get back together and she has the baby mm-hmm. and um, my boyfriend and I, Randy, we split up. Oh, really? Yeah. And as the, the older the baby got, it was just painfully obvious. She is actually my ex-boyfriend's daughter not my uncle's. She didn't look anything like her sisters. Um, she looked just like Randy. 
So what were the ca- um, what were the characteristics that that made you go, oh my god, that looks like Randy? It, she has his eyes. Um, she definitely has his eyes. Like you just can't deny that if you saw a picture of him and a picture of her. Anything else? Um, everyone in my uncle's family, my uncle Julie, their two girls that they had had previously, everybody was very thin. Randy was not thin. Randy was actually a heavier set person. Everyone in his family was heavier set. And this baby was, she just doesn't look anything like anyone in our family. She looks just like everyone in his family. Uh, It was just odd. I think also what kind of raised suspicions was that Randy and I had been together for so long. And then... Everybody just expected us. I mean, we were planning on going to the same university. We, you know, we wanted to get married. And then she was born, and then he started kind of backing off. And then it was, he didn't want to be together anymore. Right. Even before Randy, we even before we broke up, he stopped coming to my grandmother's. Right. So he didn't, like, he didn't want to come up there anymore. After three years, suddenly he's not there anymore. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So that's pretty suspicious. So who do you think was the first in your family to go, that child looks a little different? This is my grandfather, actually. Sat my mom down and told her. And he told her, I don't want you to tell Tim. So who was it that first verbalised it to you, this suspicion? My mother. Right, okay. And I guess my mother just didn't say anything right away. Uh, She didn't, because we had just broken up, so she didn't say anything to me about it. And then I think she just kind of gave me a few months, some time to just kind of get over that. And then she started saying that to me. And she was asking me, you know, did I know anything? Had he ever, had Randy ever confessed anything to me? You know, and I said, no. But then once she started laying all that out, it did make sense. Little things that we just hadn't noticed that you just don't pay any attention to until you're forced to. And then you, you start noticing, oh, yeah, like they used to go shopping together a lot on Sunday afternoons. She would, she would say, oh, I need to go to the grocery store. And Randy would go with her. And we didn't, that wasn't something we ever thought about. Right. And so we started realizing there has been a lot of times that they managed, they were finding ways to be alone. There were probably other times that yeah. you guys weren't even aware of where they were out, you know, shopping together. Yeah, exactly. And I guess your grandfather living next door to Julie may have sort of got some suspicions as yeah, well. Yeah, see, that's the other thing. So I don't know if there were things that he had seen and maybe after everything started putting pieces together and realizing that something was off. I guess it was good then that your your mum gave you that time to actually get over the breakup and then... Yeah, it was because I think had I not, I was so upset, I think I would have been the one to just kind of put the secret out there. I definitely think I would have been angry enough to not think about the consequences or anything and I would have just went to my uncle and told him everything and probably would have been a big fiasco. Yeah. So, so look, it, it sounds pretty conclusive by everybody's behaviour. Did anyone ever confront anyone about any of this? No. 
as much as I want to, as much as I want to, no one ever did. I guess just the more time that goes on, it becomes harder to ever bring it up. That's amazing because she must be in her 20s now. She's 22. Yeah, right. And I wonder if her mother has ever told her the truth and she's just not saying anything. I don't know. Um, No one in the family talks about it. It's like we all know and we've all like had our little private conversations about it, but no one openly talks about it. So Tim and Julie, they're not together anymore, are they? So Tim and Julie were together for probably another two to three years. And then my grandfather passed away and my uncle came home from work one day and Julie and the kids were gone. She had packed up her stuff and all the kids stuff while he was at work and she had left and moved to a town hours away. Um, And apparently she had met someone online, had been talking to him for some time and they had made plans to move in together. And the funny thing is, he is from Australia. Is he? <laughs> yeah. Maybe he was after a green card or something. You don't have a brother that lives in North Carolina. <laughs> Not as far as I know. But the one thing I've learned is you can never be too sure. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and that was, funny enough, was my first thought was maybe he married her for a green card. Um, and boy, did he get the... Wrong end of that deal. Yeah, right. When he married her. <laughs> what I love about this, Amber, is how you've just come to terms with it, despite the constant reminder you must feel every time you look at your cousin. I have moved on. I'm married. I have a wonderful husband. I, you know, I dodged a bullet. I'll say that. I dodged a bullet, not ending up with Randy. Um, so I'm good with that. Um, and my uncle definitely dodged a bullet by being able to get a divorce. Uh, yeah. You do have to look at it and go... Oh, thank God, Randy and I didn't get married and Tim and Julie didn't stay married. Oh, and, I know. And imagine the oh. family Christmases. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Oh, thank God, yeah. <laughs> hey, Amber, thank you so much for talking to us on My Fucked Up Family and uh, sharing your story. You are very welcome. It's been an absolute delight. Oh, yeah, thank you. It's been nice to finally get the story out there. <laughs> Thanks, Amber. Bye. Bye. I hope you like this episode of My Fucked Up Family enough to subscribe, like or share. And if you have your own fucked up family you want to talk about, please get in contact through our Facebook page. Remember, shame is relative. Until next time on My Fucked Up Family.